0: Entertainment Doctor Doctor e. I. E.
1: I love the way you say film.
0: Hello and welcome
1: to the film show. Hello and welcome to the film show.
2: Hello and welcome to the film show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Incredible intro. Uh, I'm your host Owen Ronane. With me, as always, Dee Malumbi and Brian Lloyd. How are you guys? Good. Good. Yeah. This is actually a well-worn format. I'm not going to draw attention to the introduction this time. No, I wouldn't. We've we've
1: (laughs) (laughs) let's not just breeze right over.
0: Uh, We've got a fine show. Uh, Okay, we're going to go straight into news.
1: Movie news.
0: There you have it. Nice, dense show this morning. We've first got the Blood's Hot trailer. (laughs) Oh my God. As I I referred to it.
1: Hoping, hoping you would make that joke again because you. For anyone who didn't know, like came in and we like, uh, Owen had his notes and it was like, okay, what's this? No, what? no,
2: he doesn't have notes. I wrote the notes. Yeah, so this is actually notes. my fault why it reads as blood's hot because I did a bit of a space between the S and the H by accident.
0: The kerning on that was awful. That is too much of a gap. And there's a big gap after the B, so it's actually B loads hot <laughs> or <laughs> lose. <laughs> I think think
2: it's because I do joint writing and whenever there's a letter that doesn't join then you create this big huge thing yeah it is tough to
1: transition out
0: of a capital B that's fair. If you're trying to be pure cursive.
2: I, I never
1: learned how to write cursive. Do you know that? No way. I never learned how to write cursive. That's a really... I know, and I've been told it's weird that I don't know how to write Is
0: cursive. Is it faster? Is cursive like a fa- like? I don't how'd know. How'd you do in your leaving zone? Yeah.
2: It's I just don't... as well you type for your job. Yeah, because like yeah. I have
1: actual fucking scrawl. Like, yeah. like, I have really bad handwriting. Like but
0: it's all... Separate letters. Yeah. I do you write. do the little "a" with like a little?
1: Yeah. As well? wow. Yeah. I like. I write like separate letters. Like I never learned. Cursive. Your "s"
0: doesn't look like a wave. No,
1: not at all. Like I <laughs> wrote. Like yeah, it's weird. It's I remember weird. in
0: the Simpsons they were slagging cursive because Bart has to learn it and he feels like an
1: idiot. Yeah. And I remember being like, I thought we were the default. Yeah. We're yeah. not. Wait. So hang on. So you know how to write cursive? Yeah, and you know how to write cursive. So
2: the Bloodshot trailer. Yeah,
1: sorry. <laughs> I have a tough time. Okay, I, don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't actually. Want, to be fair, I didn't. I, the reason why I'm stalling is I actually didn't watch the Bloodshot trailer either. Oh, for God's sake, guys! Uh, so minutes. you were even but...
2: complimenting me on. Okay, so I wrote an article about it for Entertainment Entertainment. Carry us over <laughs> the line. Yeah. Um, that was talking about how. Vin Diesel gets his face shot off in it. So, you know, whether you're a fan of Vin Diesel or not a fan of Di- Vin Diesel, I'm sure that's something most people would like to see. And it looks pretty good visual effects wise. The director from this, his background is actually in VFX and video games. And I'm not surprised at all wow. watching this trailer. I should watch this trailer. Um, but I mean, <laughs> if you're watching it, it's got like vibes of Terminator slash Robocop slash Born slash Wolverine slash Wanted slash Total Recall slash Upgrade. It's a bit of everything. So Vin Diesel plays this marine who is murdered um, alongside his wife but then he's brought back to life by Guy Pierce's character who is apparently the baddie. Is he? Isn't he? Probably is. uh, Um, But then he's enhanced with nanotechnology to make him a super soldier. But there's something weird going on because like you're watching the trailer and there are all these flashbacks and it seems like that his memories are constantly being rejigged and it's like what's real and what isn't anymore. Um, So so it just looks like one of those, you know, nonsense. Ridiculous.
1: Because ridiculous. Because ah. like,
2: pitch, like <laughs> come on,
0: ridiculous. I'd go as far as to say that Vin Diesel is very hard to dislike due to. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That I combo. actually met him. What? What, what? what was he promoting?
2: That was for uh, Triple X XX. Return of Xander Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. And to be fair,
1: I mean, OK, I actually did watch the interview with this. And Deirdre, I
2: feel like he was coming on to you a No, bit. he wasn't. It felt like he was No If you watch Okay This came Okay so basically When I went over To do the interview He had just Like literally a week Before that Done this interview For Triple X return of Xander Cage yeah. With this I want to say Brazilian Maybe. She was blonde But I mean he was actually Hitting was on her a all through sensual the sensual interview It was so no. very Sensual
0: That's not great It's not the right environment but like, Not at all Not at all
2: Definitely like hitting on her Through the interview But I think his thing is blondes Because he, he just seemed Very friendly with me Honestly I can tell when someone's flirting with me.
1: That's fair. I mean, yeah, you would obviously know better than anyone else, but I remember watching him and thinking, God, he's very full on. He's like, just
2: friendly. I think mm. he especially liked the Irish thing. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm Irish too. If you watch it, he's convinced he's mm. Irish. It's actually very. I don't want to watch this
0: trailer or the.
2: I know, no, it was a good interview. It was just. No, it was good. Yeah. Was you good make interview. it sound it so
1: seedy. Wait, <laughs> I, I remember it because. That's that, on I, Vim. It's, yeah, I mean, it was on. It was in my mind when I was watching this this thing that happened like a week ago with the, with the Brazilian or whoever was and I was watching I was like oh my god Vin Diesel's hitting on D what is this it's so weird but, but whatever, he's, he's
2: genuinely not yeah, he's not go he's, he's a, a gent
1: what am I gonna do
2: beat uh. <laughs> Vin
1: Diesel up for, for hitting on my colleague she's a fucking grown woman she can fucking defend herself okay
0: his name's Vin Diesel that's like wine and diesel
1: that you put in your car I don't I just <laughs> I couldn't beat him. <laughs> I couldn't beat him all. Like I mean he's I mean he seems lovely. Like he seems and he sings. Like you know, that's funny. Oh yeah. That's
0: the thing he might have a soft.
2: He croons a bit. Yeah, yeah, he croons, croons. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Yeah. It uh, is weird.
0: Uh, okay, from one trailer to another that was Blood's Hot. Uh <laughs> one I have seen this morning is the final Rise of Skywalker trailer.
2: That's the new Star Wars, by the way. They're definitely um heavily leaning into the whole this is going to be a good old-fashioned adventure that all the family can enjoy which is fine there were just no. so
0: many different scenarios in the trailer yeah i yeah. saw that it's like it's well i suppose last jedi was like that where it's kind of mammoth there's just mm. scene after scene after scene yeah. After. yeah this'll top that but i mean
2: oh, it's God. definitely like the least dark out of all of them if you get what i mean like it's more like the gang are back together again and they're flying yeah. through space and they're in the millennium Falcon, can you get less dark lovely. than
0: force awakens <laughs> it's so light. yeah, nice. yeah.
1: To be fair, though, I mean, like, I personally, how I would kind of view that is, is, that if you go back and look at the trailer for Return of the Jedi, okay, it does look very exactly like Rise of Skywalker. Mm. It's like it's a big family adventure, and we've got Ewoks yeah. kind of thing. But then you actually go back and actually, you actually watch Return of the Jedi, and the whole entire third act is basically. The Ewok's getting murdered. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The fucking Death Star actually works and blows up a a massive cruiser and, like, it's basically looks like the rebels have been double-crossed and are going to die. And all while this is happening, Luke Skywalker is in this fucking battle of wills with the Emperor who's basically trying to like turn him and, and and is baiting him into killing him. Like it's 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 that thing of like it's a bait and switch. Do you know like I mean? like Oh, this is a big family adventure, and then actually, no, the third act is going to be quite dark. Now, obviously, it's not. like I know. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's the dark. The no, might it's win. just when yeah. you
2: said it's bait and switch. I literally just heard in my head,
1: it's a trap. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the trailer's a <are> crab.
2: <laughs> do you remember that do you remember that robot? Have
1: you ever seen the robot chicken uh yeah, oh, they're yeah. really good, yeah. And the Admiral Akbar cereal <gasps> Your tongues can't provide fever of that magnitude.
0: <laughs> I
1: love it. Anyway. Um Tell team. us about some Easter eggs you've seen, oh, Brian. God, they're so back in the throne room. definitely back in the throne room Emperor is back you think Emperor is definitely back I think he's on some sort of life support machine because that bit when she's walking back you can see like the the, the side of his hood and her looks yeah he's up high do you know
0: what my money's on go on a Wild Wild West style yes. Spider armchair <laughs>
1: Yes Me too Me too Also totally. noted as well the, Did you see the big stone uh, Throne thing What was with it? that? I don't know what that is I don't know what
2: Game that is Game of Thrones? No not Game it's of Thrones the, It's <laughs> the Emperor's
1: over. throne
0: But it's all old and stone And
1: maybe You mm-hmm. know what I think it is You That's know what, you what I think think it it is. Another layer The whole time. No yeah. I'll tell you what it is Right And now I'm going to get re- Like back the fuck up You've 20 I'm, seconds Oh my god So basically uh, In uh, Star Wars <laughs> The Old Republic There was this guy call Valcorian who was the Sith Emperor and basically he had this throne that looked exactly like that. I think Personally, this is actually a, re- a reincarnation of Valcorian. I'm really sorry that was my dog 20 seconds, but that's what I just <laughs> found. Yeah.
2: No, you—you exactly, you actually just came in just under 20. Oh, right. yeah, this right.
0: is exactly how dense I wanted this trailer analysis to. Get. I don't know if they're going to be introducing.
2: You should Val actually, Kilmer Valcorian. In fairness, though, you should do a thing oh, no, like I am. where you're taking hints. No, but from all the trailers. Oh yeah, yeah, and an in depth of these are my theories because like I, you're you're very much nerding oh, out which make is a fair super enough couch, and I'm yeah. sure other people would yeah no know? no
1: like every time a trailer comes out I do this big huge hyper analysis thing so literally once we record we're recording this at like half ten on Tuesday morning so mm-hmm. like as soon as it's done I'm going to go right at like I'm going to be the
0: first one to read it <laughs> yeah,
1: hey, I absolutely yeah. I don't, it. No, I totally. I'm, t- I'm totally going to do like a shot for shot analysis like, do you know what's good go on
0: I'm not going to discuss it anymore and I'm going to direct people to entertainment.ie you can search Brian Lloyd. You can search the word Star Wars, maybe. I don't know. You can search the word trailer if you I had know. to. I it'll, be up, there. it'll yeah. be up there. Yeah, You'll see it. All it'll right, it. we're into movie reviews. Movie reviews. Terminator's back.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Arnie's back. Linda's back. The whole gang are back.
0: Now, set the scene for this. This was what? They're disregarding all the shitty Terminators. and going back to basics. The stakes Again. are high. <laughs> <laughs> Your face looks a bit all right, but it's not giving them much away.
1: Right. Uh, yes. Essentially, that is what's happening. They basically are just like dropping a line, and they're saying Terminator Two, and now it's Boom Terminator Dark Fate. Is That's it
0: James Cameron behind this? Yes. He Full director.
1: director. No, not directing. It. He's a producer, and he has a story by credit in it. Okay. Um,
2: director wise, it's um, Tim Miller who did yeah. uh, Dead
1: Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Two yeah. Deadpool. Uh, no, he oh, did Deadpool it, One. one. He did Deadpool one. Did uh, he, David but Leech he did
2: do something else. No. He did Deadpool one and something else? I felt no. No. Hmm. David Leach did
1: uh, Deadpool two. Tim Miller was known as a VFX guy. Oh, do you know okay. the um, opening sequence for uh, the girl with dragon tattoo?
0: Oh, that was him. Right.
1: Wow. Yeah. Remind um, me what that
0: opening sequence
1: is again. It's the one where it's like a Bond thing, and it's all in black, and like oh, the actual title the sequence. Actual title oh sequence, yeah, yeah, I remember that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He directed that. Tim Miller directed that. Yeah. So specific. Yeah, he's like he was known as a VFX guy. Okay. Like David Fincher was uh, using for a lot of his stuff. And is the story there? Right. Well, this is it. You have uh, a big, like you have at least four different people who have written the script for this, and it's like Billy Ray. And it's like fucking James Cameron and it's fucking David Goyer, David S. Goyer. And it's... From these, Fury. Yeah, like, like these... No, no, that's um, oh, David Ayer's, you're thinking Ayer. of. David S. Goyer is a guy who did like Batman Begins. Oh and, my God, yeah. yeah, And he did like... Uh, that's exactly it. Man of Steel. Yeah. Like basically big heavy hitters on this script. Mm-hmm. And essentially what they came back with was it's Terminator 2-esque. That's essentially what this is. It's basically doing what the Force Awakens did for A New Hope. Wow. They're doing Terminator: Dark Fate uh, and Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Uh, essentially, what's going on is is uh, Mackenzie Davis plays this character called Grace, who's what's known as an augment. Basically, means she's human, but she has like you know cybernetic implants, and you know her body is kind of thing. And this is what twenty years oh, after thirty our years. Time. After. This is in our time. Oh, okay, 2019. This is
0: in twenty nineteen. And uh, now. Hmm. when was 2 set? it uh, wasn't futuristic it was 90s was, it, was 90, it was
1: 1990 1990 like, right it yeah. was when it was set like, or 1992 I think anyways um, right the opening <laughs> scene in it gives a big massive twist the opening literally the opening scene there is a big twist and um, and I don't know if I should necessarily mention it because it kind of colors the entire film. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, leave it out. I and suppose. All I'll say is, is that it basically it is the explanation for why Terminator Genesis doesn't make any, doesn't make a lick of difference, and it's a reason why Terminator Salvation doesn't make any difference, and it's why um, even the fifth, the, the Amelia them, Clark one, all of them, all of them. It just literally draws a line right through all of them. I'm gonna go ahead and say time hops or whatever yeah, comes it's into. There's it. Yeah, there's something to do it's with time, time travel. Thing, yeah. Yeah. This is it. Because like, <clears throat> Terminator has always been fucking hamstrung by the fact that... And I, I, I this is the, the central problem I have with Terminator. Is it's that, the
0: Back to the Future kind of thing.
1: No, 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 no. Terminator 2 ended perfectly. It basically was a full stop exclamation point ending. You couldn't literally go beyond it. You just yeah. couldn't. It's kind of like breaking bad in that sort of way, in that mm. they perfectly wrapped it up. I didn't need to see anything beyond that. We have been left with that. Yeah. Um and every single- And then they do El Camino anyway. Yeah. But then they go and do El Camino anyway. And like and like in Terminator 2, they did Terminator 3, which was shit.
2: I mean, even though Terminator 2 does have the perfect hopeful ending, you have to admit, like the reason why people keep doing sequels to it is because that ending is open. I don't think so. I it disagree. Is. I disagree. Because the whole point was everything should have been stopped after the first Terminator and then it wasn't. So then they had a Terminator 2. They go correct it or You whatever. know what I mean? Yeah. So the whole point is there can always be another sequel and that's why they keep going back and trying to make a sequel because there there is that potential. Openness. Yeah, there's I, I, that I potential disagree, right?
1: I, I disagree. And the reason why I disagree is because they make... Th- the whole thing of it is is that like when they say like every single e- bit of evidence about Skynet and the, the chip or whatever is gone. Yeah That's it And then he like Literally has to lower himself Into the molten And he kills himself Yeah, yeah. And that, That's it then And Those then the machines But the future will back. find
2: a way Exactly yeah. The machines they're will still... find another way You know what I yeah, mean Yeah that's it Like In the, the, inevitability. Yeah, the inevitability
1: Yeah the inevitability of it Yeah and I get that and At that the it's... end of 2 Was he meant to have Wiped
0: out Skynet entirely By being the f- only remnant of Yeah it? he was
1: the last remnant of it Thereby
0: the creating a new future Where there's Correct. no uh... Yeah
1: Correct. That's but ejected. your Skynet had already been... Lo- oh, no, it hadn't. <laughs> That's the whole point. Terminator 2 basically closed the loop. That's Solid. the whole point. Because the end of Terminator 1, the wreckage that was left behind when they killed the Terminator... Uh, it was found by the government. Then the government basically gave it to Cyberdyne. It Skynet and, it, and right. it started Skynet by itself.
2: I just think even when I think it, it's a bit like life finds a way. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean it, it is a bit yeah. Of, yeah. of that. Fair, yeah. And to be fair, and think, when you're talking about something that's in the future, like any number of events could lead correct. to something. Many and to timeline. be fair, and to and be f- that's me being kind of movie geeky. About yeah, it, and f- and yeah. 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 And to be fair, Yeah. Th-
1: and to be fair, that's kind of what happens in Terminator: Dark mm. Fate. When she comes back into it, she's like, I don't even know who you are to Sarah Connor or like kind of thing. Like that's the sort of the twist of it, mm-hmm. if you like. Well, one of the twists in it. Um but I mean it's beat for beat, Terminator Two Judgment Day. You have like person who comes back from the future to save the kind of help me, I don't know who I am. What's going on? I don't know what's happening, kinda of thing. That's yeah. Yeah. she's um, British? No, she's not. It's it's, um, it's she not, it, that, British. it's not as bad. dainty. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's not at all. Like I'm I'm just I'm just Doing the sort of damsel in distress. Do the rest
0: of, of it in that voice.
2: Absolutely. You know, it's a teenage boy in the second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> is,
0: yeah, furlong, yeah. Help
2: me, Terminator. <laughs> no.
1: And then, uh, then there's like the shape-shifting Terminator comes back to kill the damsel in distress, if you like. Um, and where's Will Sarah Connor? And then Sarah uh, Sarah Connor just like drops into the middle of it when she basically turns out that she has spent the last like 30 years killing Terminators whenever they pop up. Oh, fuck.
2: She right? totally <laughs> says the line, come with me if you want to live, she doesn't, doesn't she? No. Oh, my God. I'm, God. Just not I'm you, you know, know probably, ended that? yeah, I'd yeah. say, I was just about to say, actually, given Genesis, that probably didn't go that way. They fa-
0: Do you remember, Arnie said, I'll be back in that one.
1: Did he? Yeah.
2: Maybe, he's probably said it four or five times. But Arnie has said it in like an expendables movie, he will say whenever they'll let him. But what's interesting Commander about T- this
1: one is that Sarah Connor says it now that's in the trailer, that's not <laughs> me giving it away. She literally goes, I'll be back, and then turns around and does something else. Like, um, right, let's talk about it in general terms. It's fine, it's right. totally fine, it's not terrible, it's not great either. It's just basically hitting the beats. That uh Terminator 2 did and doing it reasonably well. Some of the CGI is pretty roby, I will say that.
0: Ooh, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, there is. That's and that, and
0: unforgivable in a way. For a
1: Terminator it? film, absolutely. Yeah, this is it. It's kind of unforgivable. Um, I also feel as well that what made Terminator 2 for me was was the fact that the action was done in camera. Like when they drove the fucking mm. truck off the bridge, you knew that was a real truck. That's in.
0: exactly what I was going to say, was surely they were doing a lot of practical. Exactly. Has would, it gone a bit softer in the edges? It's kind gone
1: of a little bit softer in the edges. I feel like there's an element of, oh, well, it's just it's safer and easier to... Uh, do this in with a CGI, so let's just do it in CGI. And then they're kind of thinking, oh, well, we can get this. the new Terminator, um, we can get him to like, you know, he can shapeshift and he can like, part himself in two and uh, become okay. like kind of a noob Cybot, that's a Mortal Kombat reference, wow. kind of thing. <laughs> and you're like, okay, cool, yeah, he can do that, but I don't really give a shit about this. What I care about, Term- what I liked about Terminator was the fact that it was real action, real stunts. <laughs> and I think honestly, uh, Tim Miller was the wrong director for this, right. and I know you're going to say, "Oh, of course you're going to fucking say him." But I genuinely believe if they got David Leach or Chad Seleski, the John. Wick they were Lewis.
2: busy. They've had how many gigs? I since know John that's Wick, fair.
0: That's know? fair. But I think if the they got, only getting... director ye recommend for, I, no, for any, any job. Gen- no, but in
1: deadly, se- but in deadly serious, an act, a director who had. Uh, a familiarity with physical stunts in camera stunts like Christopher yeah. Nolan is the same as well Christopher Nolan you look at uh, the dark knight dark knight rises inception all those effects are done in camera it's very very little cgi and maybe one of the fast and furious guys
2: or Mission yeah. Impossible director yeah but i there mean also action directors yeah, yeah. out there yeah sure sure what
1: terminator
0: 2 had as well though was a ton of heart like mm. it's a yeah. father son kind of thing on absolutely yeah. It's not far off like fucking Hunt for the wilder people or something yeah, like that, LA, like. yeah,
1: totally. And there's a whole thing of like, again, it's an ET thing, it's like, uh, unexpected friendship between alien creature and a little <laughs> cyborg boy, robot, cyborg yeah. robot, whatever. Yeah, like it's, yeah. Ver- it's a very, very well trodden kind of thing. This doesn't really have that necessarily, like because, uh the character that Mackenzie Davis plays, she's human, like she's you know, it's not the sort of thing of she's learning emotions, <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> She already has emotions. She's just a very kind of like focused individual. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But that being said, Linda Hamilton, brilliant in it. She really does get the whole PTSD thing. She really has that kind of like she's spent the last thirty years fighting. And yeah. She's like, and and this is going to sound really sexist, but it is so fucking revolutionary to see a woman of her age look like a woman of her age. Like when the camera is on her. You no, that's see- not
2: sexist. That's no. But I mean, fair. It's,
1: it's <clears throat> the She idea can still be a sex symbol, no no, no no, no no, no, i mean i that, that that doesn't come into it, <clears throat> it, for, it not for me <clears throat> anyways <clears throat> um in more the sense of I'm trying hard not to oh Brian. Oh, no. <laughs> but, anyways, but I no.
2: mean, okay, well, just to um to help you out please God. <laughs> well, it, was was similar, like... it was similar with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis for the new Halloween yes. movie I would argue you yeah. know and, and actually at the time that film came out we were kind of starting to see the first images of yeah. Linda Hamilton in the new Terminator movie and it was like this is great we need more of these yeah. kind of roles because what keeps happening in Hollywood and it's so effing frustrating is you get to a certain age like and at this rate I'm almost starting to feel like it's getting younger rather yeah. than older 40s 50s where there are just no roles for women anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They're basically they're aged like out. It, it, they're aged out. Yeah, or Lead maybe, role, or maybe yeah. you'll get Helen Mirren. But there's there are no. But only roles if in for a cardigan, in between, you know? learning
0: how to use a computer. <laughs> Or, like, or like, or or like you're a
2: queen or something, like Catherine the Great. She's in Catherine the Great at the moment. Um, or you're you're someone's mom and you have like a little cameo, and that's it. You've got a lovely
1: autumnal house, yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. You're in an Auntie Myers
2: because I mean, Halloween was like the new one, wasn't that the biggest opening ever for an actress of that age? Yeah, yeah, that's remarkable. So, but it kind of shows like the audience is an ageist, no, you know what I mean.
1: Not at all. And like this is it. Like I actually feel like her age and the, the lines on her face gives her an authenticity yeah, and a yeah, character. Yeah. Like it's really fucking We know terrible. what she's been
0: through. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. And like the actual opening title, the opening title sequence is that video from Terminator 2 where she's talking about Judgment Day. You know that yeah. whole thing like, This whole place is gone! That whole thing. It's really well done. Like,
0: Where's John Connor? Is that a spoiler? It
1: is a spoiler. Wow. Yeah, don't tell. Us, don't I can't us, tell, you. tell Can you tell me, is it your man from American History X? No. Um, oh. I. Anyways, look, what I would say is this, is that I think it is good. It's not great. I don't think anything could top Terminator 2. More to the point, I don't think Terminator 2 needed a sequel. I hate to disagree with you, Dee, but I really... No, I don't
2: think it needs a sequel. I'm just saying that definitely... Sequels were going to be made, of, of course, it, they were. you know course what I mean. Were, yeah. No, I think Terminator 2 is a brilliant movie, and I don't think it'll ever be topped. I'm, yeah. I've, I worry that, like, you know, there's just some kind of obsession with it in Hollywood that they have to keep on going back yeah. and doing yeah. sequels to yeah. it. I don't know what this My is, I don't know why people is, don't leave it alone,
0: yeah. Uh, seen as this is brushing away so many films. Mm. Is this the beginning of a next phase? Is this? Oh, very definitely, m- yeah. That was their goal. Yeah, I mean- but do
2: you think they'll be able for it? Because uh, I mean, do you think it'll be successful enough to kind of quantify it? Because I mean, like Genesis was meant to be the yeah. start, and then Amelia Clark. <laughs> remember, I said in that interview, she was like to her agent, "Am I doing any more Terminator movies? No, apparently, I'm not doing any more Terminator movies." No. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that's I'm true. sure Jai Courtney would have been up for it. Uh, but listen, anyway. Listen. Jai Courtney would be, f- would be would be lucky
1: to get another like fuck Jai Courtney. Who I did I say lady. was unbreaded cod last week? Oh my God. You were talking about <laughs> it. I remember it was very oh, funny. Oh,
2: it, it was it was uh uh, Jesse Eisenberg, I think. Oh, yes, my yeah, God. yeah. He has unbuttered yeah. fish
1: cod. What does that
0: make, Jai Courtney? Jai Courtney, a harmless is... piece of wood, I, perhaps.
1: Yeah, he
2: I feel a... like he's like um, he's cup un- un- he's Herney. like unbuttered toast. <laughs> yeah,
1: doesn't exactly go down easy, but familiar enough that exactly. he's there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, or he's just he's a bit dry, you know. He's yeah, like... toast he's... is
0: more comforting than Jai Courtney, though.
1: He is like <laughs> unfamiliar <laughs> toast.
2: He's cold toast. Cold toast. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> or
1: to even put it even more kind of like he's basically like there's Tom Hardy, then there's Joel Kinnaman. Oh yeah, we did. Then the, there's where was the, where was the, who was after Joel Kinnaman? I think it was somebody.
0: Can else. We put Ed, Ed Screen slash Scrine in there somewhere yeah, for the Ed oh, Who's the, the
2: one who's in um, upgrades? oh
1: fucking logan marshall
2: green yeah he'd be in there somewhere then
1: there's logan marshall green and then there's joey uh, so basically <laughs> if you can't get tom hardy and you can't get joel kinnaman and you can't get ed screen you can't get logan marshall green then you go to Jake Horton. yeah and then even at that you're just kind of like oh, what the fuck am i doing here <laughs> i
2: really don't think he's that bad I think he's guys bad. I think oh poor
0: Jai. give me a rating three out
1: of five
0: right Three out of five. You're looking that's forward decent. to the future. It's decent.
2: It's yeah. decent. It's fine. But like And you did say it's better than Genesis or Salvation. But that's or... not that
1: that's not fucking saying much though. That's my point. I like, like Genesis. I know it's it's like basically saying, yeah, you know, it's the best Terminator since Terminator 2, but like you're kinda of like, well, they were all shit yeah. after that.
0: Like it's the best Matrix since Matrix 2. Or yeah, right? It's like well, we don't, don't need really. them. Yeah, <laughs> we
2: didn't need them in the first place. Like
0: Alright, we're gonna move on to uh, a lovely review of the Addams family.
2: Da 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 and that's all. <laughs>
0: ah,
1: I'm glad for that,
2: actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to a family screening of this over the weekend. Um, and it's really lovely. So I would be, like, a fairly big fan of the 90s ones. I'm not, like, a super fan either, you know? Like, even when I was young, I kind of didn't really get it. I was like, these films seem really, like, adulty. Should I even be watching these? Because, like, you watch them and you're like, jeepers, like... Put in. They put in a lot of adult jokes here. They're dark. They're really dark.
0: Really they're, really dark. Yeah. they're
2: dark, but I mean, there's like sex and stuff in there, it, which saucy, is a lot. It's sassy. You know like my fa-
1: my uh, Sorry to clarify, My favorite joke of Adam's Family Values is is that it's the scene when they're they're trapped in the the kids are trapped in this like Disney uh, hut. And they're like, and then the mommy and the daddy, they call the stork, and the stork drops off the egg, and then nine months later the egg becomes a baby. And then like the co- it cuts to Pugsley and Wednesday and goes, our parents have a baby too. And then it goes, they had sex. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, but the thing of it is, is that like I always what I love about the Adams family is that they're actually very healthy. Like they're they're kind of progressive. They're very progressive. For, like and yeah. they're like, the kids know exactly what sex is. The parents love each other. Yeah. And the kids are, you know, very happy for
0: that's actually one know, of the for, biggest things about yeah, it. Isn't actually it? It's actually a very happy normal. It's kind family. of that Edward Scissorhands thing where you're comparing them to the like stiff upper lip. Exactly. Like,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. That's it. They're yeah. kind
2: of very functional, even though they seem so dysfunctional. Yeah, they murder. You know? it's yeah. Mad. <laughs> yeah. So How is this one PG? This one, yeah. Yeah. It's almost kind of G PG. It's oh. definitely like there's there's one <laughs> there's one joke in it. Which I can't believe they snuck in. But I mean it's that subtle they definitely mm-hmm. got away with it. But I mean <laughs> every adult and parent in the audience, I swore laugh. So you know the thing. So yeah. this is a disembodied hand Where who's a member of the family. Oh god. But I mean, um so Morticia walks in and he's on his laptop looking up pictures of feet, and he quickly shuts the laptop screen <laughs> oh, when she brilliant. comes in. And uh, oh my god, I swear that is every fantastic. adult in the it's audience. So Oh, it's so good. I mean, there are so many, like, brilliant visual gags in it. Like, you've got Wednesday Adams whose hair, like, is plaited into two, like, nooses, which is hilarious. Um, You've got, like, the kind of Frankenstein, I forget his name, but, you know. Merch. Lurch, so instead of like cleaning the house, he's he, he's Lurch. like putting dust, so he's like hoovering, but then he actually has it in re- reverse, so he's actually putting dust all over the place. You've got loads of um, gags like that. Oh, and there's a town that builds around the house, and they're kind of like looking at their neighbours like, oh, they seem a bit weird. Um, yeah. But the town is called Assimilation. Nice. <laughs> and it's like all suburbs, and it's all like kind of nice, friendly people and very colourful. Very actually, um, whatchamacallit, Um tim burton-esque like oh, like something yeah. from edward scissorhands really i would think um but yeah there are just so so many gags in this um What's so many setup? puns so you've got um morticia uh, adams and what call uh, gomez who are played in this by oscar isaac and charlie theron they're it great is. in it
1: and this is but sorry to sorry to, again sorry to interrupt but like if they were to make a live action Adams Family you could literally fucking cast the two of them like, yeah. and it'd be yeah. perfect. You could yeah. totally see Oscar Isaac as a yeah. I would have
0: loved to have seen Angelica Houston keep the voice role Maybe. though. Maybe. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean I assume the reason why they went animated was they thought Family kids yeah, like animation and I mean I suppose what's nice about what they were able to do in terms of like the animation is they really went for it in terms of making them very caricature like yeah, yeah. like you've got Morticia who's got this like crazy skinny waist going yeah. on she's 8 foot tall or something yeah and Fester is just like this round figure and you've got Wednesday like I said with her little like noose plots and everything and is it something
0: like Despicable Me or whatever is it like is it very much in that kind of CGI tone is it like is that they've seen the success of stuff yeah, like that So,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I would say it's in that kind of category. It's not
0: quite that basic. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I mean, it's kind of hard to describe. I would just say the animation is like caricature inspired, you know, in terms of like super exaggerated features and stuff like that. Um, As well in the cast, you've got uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, who voices Wednesday. Now, for people who love the Christina Ricci one, she's not quite as dark because, I mean, we are looking at like a kid's rating here. So for all her like threats to like, you know, murder her brother and stuff like that. She never actually follows through with anything.
1: Yeah,
2: but at the same time remember the end of um was Adam Bally- Yeah. People alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the burying the so, alive. So yeah. so there is there is a bit of darkness <laughs> to the yeah. 90s ones. Um and then you've got Phil Wolfhard who just seems to be everywhere. Like he was yeah. in The Goldfinch as well, but he voices Pugsley. And then I don't know if you guys have seen Big Mouth. Yeah. So Nick Kroll voices Uncle Fester. And good Uncle joy. Fester oh, really is good. Coach Steve. Like oh. his character is actually <laughs> yeah. Coach Steve. Except obviously slightly less inappropriate because we're talking about like a kid's movie here and everything. I'm happy for him. Nick Kroll's
0: um, got a really good kind of voice yeah. for that. Yeah, thing. definitely. Because exactly, what was it? Yeah. John Mulaney was in Big Mouth and then he was in... Uh, the Spider Man animation, yeah. yeah,
2: that's right. He was Spider Pig, spider
1: yeah. Pig. He yeah. was really good,
2: yeah, really worked. Um, and then Allison Jani Janie Janie, mm-hmm. she voices um, this kind of TV show host who's the one who's responsible for building assimilation and she sees the Adam family up I at the top of the hill. She's ma'am, is she? Hmm?
0: is she the ma'am from Itania?
2: Yeah, yeah, or the West Wing?
0: She's okay, okay yeah, West Wing. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got a very iconic voice. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: She won an Oscar as of last year. Um, but yeah, great cast, really enjoyable. The third act kind of lost a bit of pacing for me. Like really all the best jokes are in like the first two acts. And I mean, some of them are a bit silly. Like, you know, when she's inviting the Adams family in for um, this kind of family tradition that Pugsley has to, you know, carry out. She says, make yourselves uncomfortable. So there's some little th- uh, silly little... like things like that. Like, you're like, <laughs> oh, Okay. Um oh and at 1. point, Wednesday brings in a, ba- a red balloon and Morticia says usually there's a killer clown attached to the end of these. Oh
1: my gosh. So they're just nice.
2: throwing the jokes left right this? and Who owns center. The it's it was Universal. Really? Oh, yeah. is it?
1: Yeah.
2: Although it's like I was looking at the history from it and it's like the Adams family as a property has seriously jumped from place yeah. to place over the years. Um but now it's with Universal and they and before like they even released this movie there were plans to Uh, release the sequel and I wouldn't be surprised if this did well enough in the box office that it would get a sequel. And you know, it's funny. I found myself saying in the review, even though I only gave it three and a half stars, that it's one of the best animated movies of the year. No, it, but actually, in it's terms been a pretty of poor year. it hasn't been great. Like, Abominable
1: the, uh, was great. I liked.
2: Oh, I need to see that. Yeah. But I mean, Missing Link, I liked, but it wouldn't be my favorite. Like mm. movie, just because yeah. like they usually produce such amazing yeah. films. Um, and then Toy Story Four was. Good, but not really needed... Um, and I mean, a major thing I thought was missing from Toy Story 4 was the fact that you kind of went completely away from the characters, you know, like Mr. Potato Head and Buzz and all of those, and really just focused on Woody and Woody the new story. guys. Yeah. Um, And I didn't really care about the new characters that uh, much. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, but what about like fucking Canadian Keanu Reeves?
2: He's in, the in two time? scenes, was And they're the
1: best scenes in the film. <laughs> he really was.
0: I wouldn't normally hop on the Keanu bandwagon just to play a kind of devil's advocate, but he's brilliant in that. He's no, he so is. Good.
2: He is brilliant <laughs> in this well, is for Oh no, Brashon. <laughs> this Sean. is the thing that's sneaking in though.
0: This is making me sad. Like uh all these unnecessary sequels yeah. just are proving like even the if point. like something like El Camino, which I really enjoyed.
1: But oh, it's I you the like, weekend. Yeah. yeah. It's like this okay. was pointless, yeah.
0: It was yeah. really good. Like I actually thought El Camino was really well told, but again, it's like it's a fundamental thing. The same with Terminator that you can't get away from the idea that like
1: This didn't need to. It could be a ten
0: out of ten. You could be, oh my god, amazing, so unnecessary. Like,
1: and again, like to to go back to a familiar talking point for us, D is Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I like, I agree with everything you've said about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I love it. I think it's an incredibly made film. The difference between you and me is, is that I actually think Blade Runner twenty four nine was completely unnecessary, whereas D thinks it. it was just
0: shouldn't un- exist. Shouldn't exist. Just well, because it, the 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 taintingness takes away from just.
2: I like, don't think it takes away from the original. I don't think it, it takes. I don't, I'm not saying it takes away. I think away it from, adds to it and expands from it perfectly. I yeah. also think that the new Halloween would also be a sequel that I'm like I'm happy this is around. You yeah, know?
1: that's and see, no, there you go. Like that's fully enough. The Halloween sequel, I'm like. This totally needs to exist. I'm totally okay. Yeah.
2: Remember when you took a star away from it just because you were like, because they're going to make a sequel on? It? Yeah. That was such a juvenile reason oh. to take away I got a star. Very annoyed, yeah. Oh, I got very we're
0: into I got it. Very, very. Annoyed.
1: It's and an interesting. And now it's getting two sequels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have taken two stars. <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, if they fucking actually ended where Halloween ends. Then I hmm. I will retroactively go back and give it the extra star.
2: Well, you can't really do that. Man. I can do
1: whatever I want. I'm the damn movie's editor.
0: <laughs> All right, we're gonna. Oh, he's pulling rank. Here we go. We're sliding into our last review of the day. Uh, we have got the last black man in San I really Francisco. Want to see this. It looks stunning.
2: This is like one of my if not top five, definitely top 10 Ooh. films of the year so far. It is brilliant. It is so just so emotional and moving. And you know what's incredible? I was actually watching this film and just, I don't know if it was the music or the story or the fact that it's like, you know, based a lot around home ownership and something about that kind of really hit like Los for Rangers. me. Or, yeah, yeah <laughs> it does. It kind yeah. of does. Um, and then I was reading up about it just this morning, and I didn't realize it's actually semi autobiographical, which I think actually just makes it, me love it even more because it's like, oh my god, the guy based it on his own life. So the lead actor in this is Jimmy Fails, and he stars in it, and he wrote it, and it's based on his life. Oh wow! So and there someone you go. else
0: directed for him.
2: Yeah, someone else directs it, Joe Talbot. It's actually his directorial debut. And then Jonathan Majors plays his friend, Montanit. But um, Jimmy Fale's actual best friend, um, he co-wrote the script and he is one of the producers on it. But he doesn't play the friend, if you get what I mean. So they got in Jonathan Majors and he's been in a few things before, like Hostiles and um, whatchamacallit, White Boy Rick. So he has a few credits already. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, Danny Glover is also in this, and he actually not know he popped up. Yeah, yeah. So he plays um, the f- uh, he plays Mont's father. So I'll I'll just give a brief uh, summary of the story. So Jimmy Fails is living with his friend um, Mont, and they're living with Mont's dad, who is played by Danny Glover. Who interestingly enough actually heard that this film was being made, and him being a San Francisco local, asked if he could be in it. That's so he actually class. he actually approached Jimmy Snails about it, I which is so nice. Sorry, Jimmy nice. Fails. Um, but story wise, Jimmy has been obsessed with this um, old Victorian house and you don't know why but he like comes by and he like paints it and like the two, it, like kind of the um, white couple who live in it are like always giving out to him like what are you doing and yeah. stuff like this. Why are you coming over and painting our house? But it turns out that he actually grew up in that house and his grandfather owned it but then when his grandfather passed away the family basically couldn't had afford to, to keep it. it and they had to sell it. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, but
0: I am um, I I I'm going to name drop that I lived for a time in San Francisco. Really? Did you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah, we did a J1 there. So we were there for four months. Right. Um, and I could resonate. I almost burst into tears looking at the trailer because it looks so exactly what mm-hmm. is in my mind's eye kind of thing. Right. right. But we uh, ended up renting... We couldn't find a house anywhere. So it's like, you know, the famous yeah, scenario course, yeah. that Dublin's going the same way or whatever. But our rent, I think, was three and a half grand a month Holy between five shit. of us. Wow. And we only got it because it was being demolished. So actually, no, it couldn't have been three. No, it must have been like two and a half. But they... So they were like, you know, you can ride on the walls, do whatever you like. We just brought mattresses in. We're sleeping on the floor and stuff. But then we stayed in touch with the neighbours who lived mm. next door mm. who happened to be
1: from scarrys County Dublin for, what? <laughs> yeah. for actually like what the fuck is it with like Irish people when we go abroad you could literally go to the arsehole of nowhere and it's like oh yeah your man there is from from Leitrim. I literally
0: <laughs> couldn't believe it like the guy was putting Jeez. his bins out and I was like where are you guys from we're like oh we're Irish and it was like what part <laughs> he was like Joe then- May's pub Scary I was like for fucks <laughs> but the whole thing with that was that they then uh, we got to hear that the house eventually sold people came in and did it up three and a half million
1: holy (laughs) shit
2: and this was a
0: normal house like I think they got it very nice looking but is that what this deals with
2: Um, See, it's one of those films like I went into this with very little information. And if you watch that trailer that you mentioned, actually, it gives very little away about the plot. It is the kind of film that you have to go to and just watch unravel. But in terms of the way San Francisco is shot, it is just gorgeous. I should have looked up actually the cinematographer, but it is so, so beautiful. It's like a love letter to the city, but it's also like this really kind of compelling and touching story about friendship because you're following these two guys throughout yeah. and they really kind of believe in each other and they go through these like you know kind of traumatic experiences one of their neighbours oh I shouldn't say actually something happens to a neighbour oh. <laughs> um but yeah I like I said I don't want to say too much Yeah, but it is the kind of film that you need to experience and I know well, that's a bit to go wanky watch the, trailer. Yeah. Um, the only now criticisms I've seen for it just because I was curious because I was looking at IMDB and I noticed that there were some it was amazing. It was literally divided. There were one two star reviews and then ten star reviews. And the main issue people seem to be finding with it, and I can kind of get where they're coming from because like I am a bit like I do come from a film studies background. Uh, <laughs> but but some people found it. One, yeah. Some people found it a bit kind of artsy fartsy, which I can understand. <sighs> yeah. Like some people just don't like those like slow moving you know, explorative yeah. of a theme type of movies, okay. which is fair enough. So I will warn people that it is it is a drama. It is a slow burner. It like for me, it really, really stayed with me. Like even talking about it now, I'm like, oh, I want to go back and rewatch it. You yeah, know? I can't wait to. see I know this. I'm yeah. gonna
1: like. I mean, yeah, like I mean, I'm gonna go see oh, it. Check it out, like definitely. Yeah. Like I really, really want to see it. Um, I like you know, like I uh, this kind of goes to another point. Um. What you said there about it being kind of artsy fartsy because I we haven't talked about it and I've I'm not going to write about it because I think it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I've I've gotten so like my girlfriend was asking me about it the other night and I got really fucking annoyed about Marvel
0: it. and Scorsese, yes, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and then like Francis Ford Coppola got into it and Ken Loach got into it, like. Jesus oh, Christ! Ken didn't get in, of did he? he did.
2: Ken. Well, th- in fairness, it's probably because he has. Sorry, we missed you. Which we'll be reviewing yeah. on the podcast next week, folks. Yeah. But you know how when a director has a movie out, then they have to talk to someone. Yeah. yeah, but inevitably, you always have whatever kind of questions are going on in the cinema escape at the yeah. moment will inevitably I, be posed to them.
1: But what drives me up the wall about this shit is that like. You know, asking somebody like Ken Loach or Martin Scorsese or any of these people that kind of questions, you know exactly what they're going to fucking say. Of course they're going to say, Marvel is terrible. It's destroying cinema. It's doing this. It's doing that. It's doing that. Of course they're going to fucking say that. You're literally just asking them for the headline. But by the same token as well. Like... The, the 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 binary nature of that question, the binary nature of this whole fucking thing. amazing or shitty this
0: one genre. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. Like, it's not the be all and end all. Like, you're absolutely right. These big, huge films, Avengers Endgame, whatever. Yes, they are kind of like forcing out smaller films like Last Man and Black, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. I
0: think what he was railing against was the idea that people now expect every time they go to the cinema to be a bonanza Correct. or whatever, which yeah. maybe is fair enough, but. There's other films out there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
1: it. Like I mean, my point is is that you like these things don't exist in a vacuum. You can have you can go watch something really ruminative and beautiful, like *The Last Man in Black* and *The Last Black Man in San Francisco*, and then you can go watch something completely stupid, like *Fucking Avengers Endgame* or *John*. Blood's Wick, hot. Or blood's hot. <laughs> yeah. Or Bloodshot or can't whatever. wait for people. blood's hot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can watch these two things. These things don't exist in a vacuum. Like, do you know that kind of way? Like you can have both. Like you're allowed to like both things.
2: And I think that, like, if you're saying that you love movies and you're a movie lover, then you do have to be open to. All yes. the extremes, you yeah. know. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I like, think
0: James Gunn put it best on Instagram.
1: Yeah, he was saying like, "Look, everyone's allowed to like everything else."
0: In so many words, yeah. And like, I you know, I liked what he said about how people used to think westerns were awful. People used to think gangster movies were awful.
1: I think someone
0: that, said what was it? Scorsese's thing would have been like musicals, like yeah. the yeah, Red yeah, Shoes or go, something. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, you love that, but the people around you were probably like, stop wasting your time.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing about Westerns was was that they were open, they were kind of like open source, if you know that kind of way, as in like anyone could write a Western, you know that kind of way. You didn't necessarily have to, you know, use the same character again and again and sure. again. Like, it didn't always have to be about the Lone Ranger. It didn't always have to be about the man with no name. You and I could literally, mm. the three of us here could write a Western. Mm. And it Can we do that sometime? <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Um, whereas with comic book movies, it's an IP. It's one, it's maintained by one studio yeah. and they have complete control over it. Mm. And that I think is the issue. The fact that it's, it's a it's a it's a monolith. You know, that kinda of, yeah. I think that's where the issue what is. What about other
0: IPs then? Fucking James Bond, anything.
1: Yeah, but that's it. But then you're kind of getting into a whole thing of like blockbusters. And I don't think the issue was with blockbusters, I think the issue was, was with Marvel and Disney and the fact that Disney now control so much. That is true, yeah. That's the issue. And that's a that's a valid criticism. If you're going to criticise Disney for owning so much shit and buying so much shit yeah. and just having complete control, that's, a, that's so a reasonable argument. is it a
0: lack of director and writing originality or not enough heart in them? Because there are good superhero movies. And there
2: are, of course there are. That's my point. And there are good dramas. My point is, is I that- suppose they see the money as just being splashed on the screen in terms of visual yeah. effects as opposed to there being like kind of an intricate and, you know, properly well-written script behind yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I think it does come back to the script. It's all
1: sizzle and no steak. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Um But yeah, no, I really, to go back to the original, I really want to see The Last one on Black Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I really, really want to Due see
0: to it. the fact that we can all go see any movies that are out. Exactly. And it's You're not just al- us, it's you at home, listen You at
1: home. You can watch whatever you fucking want. No one is stopping you from watching Marvel. No one is stopping you from watching Last Man and Black Last black man in San Francisco. You can watch whatever the fuck you want.
0: Maybe that's a good feckin' circular way to talk and end on the idea that you might not like the new Terminator. Maybe it did not need to exist, but you can ignore it if you want to.
1: Exactly.
2: You can ignore it, or you can go see it, which I probably will, because I'm still curious. Yeah, yeah I totally. Because like I like the Terminator series, and I like to see every attempt at it, even if I end up bitterly disappointed yeah, afterwards. totally. I think totally.
0: that's where um, I'm going to come yeah. down on it, is like Toy Story 4, maybe these things run a risk of tainting the source material but maybe it's always better to have new content no no it's a case-by-case thing i it's think it's
2: I, I mean i've never seen a sequel that i've been like this ruined the original for me i've always been like i'm gonna pretend this doesn't exist exactly such but as the there. crouching tiger hidden dragon sequel or last week's maleficent sequel <laughs> oh, <laughs> <know. no> way. <laughs> yeah you
1: yeah. can just be like yeah i'm ignoring this yeah, this doesn't that need to easy. exist
2: So people need to stop Getting so bummed out That sequels are being made Because it's Hollywood And they're inevitably Going to make sequels And female reboots People need to stop Getting so mad about those Yeah <laughs> Although they've kind of Calmed down on that Haven't they They aren't really doing So many I
1: don't you Terminator or Dark Fate Is an all female reboot Because like, for the majority Maybe, Of the yeah. film It's the three It's the
0: three women Like, I, I want know. you to spoil What happens to John Connor I'll tell you yeah. No no no, <laughs> Once, no. We, Once we <laughs> <suffer>. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, Are you going to go see it? Yeah. I'm
0: gonna go I don't have the same reverence For the entire I saga not. I think that they're very good
1: I'll tell you about it After then Well, well there you
0: have it Dear stuff. listener uh, Get over yourself
2: Oh uh, next week we'll, We will be reviewing Doctor Sleep That'll be the major can't release wait. I've seen it <gasps> Really excited to talk about it Mike Flanagan It is embargoed So I can't say But
0: Did you only You said you only finished Hill House last week Me too Yeah
2: Yeah, we can talk a bit about that next week. And then we also have a review for Sorry We Missed You and an interview with Paul Laverty, the director.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've listened to that. It's yeah. really good Sounds good Yeah isn't it? it's going to be
1: Yeah, It's nice. going to be the most
2: Scottish interview ever I'm so excited For how Scottish It's I'm going to be I'm very
1: excited Because basically uh, Listeners uh, We have a special guest In next week it Is James Woe Anderson Who is uh, One of our freelance uh, Film critics And he actually Interviewed Paul Laherty And I'm going to try To see if we can get James to come in And actually Do the show with us Ah that'd be brilliant I see, I I see, might see if give we can get, in. Yeah, yeah. I can get him Yeah I, 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 If, he's if in you right. like I, Daniel
0: Blake maybe Yeah
1: Get excited.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you next week.